show. What is good, Sixers Nation? Welcome on into the show, man. Philly Take with our big number one show providing the passion to the fans, man. Always breaking it down. I am your host, RB. Hit that thumbs up for your boy, man. Hit that thumbs up. Push this content around. Hope everybody is having a great day because we have some things to talk about. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the show. If you are new, ring that bell. You don't want to miss any of the consistent coverage we are bringing. We will talk. Doc Rivers going on an interview discussing James Harden. Joel Embiid, and yes, Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, we have some things to talk about, man. It is going to get interesting today. Might be some ranting, but that's what we do here, man. We bring the truth. We bring the truth. 24-7. And we got to break it all down, man. Shout out to everybody already up in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB on a Wednesday evening. It'll get interesting. We will take your phone calls later on in the show. If you want to call in 508-924-3784. I have a feeling we will have some people wanting to chime in on what you are about to hear. Feast your eyes, open your ears. It's going to get interesting. Shout out to all the channel members. Nathaniel up in the house. What's going on? Shout out to all the members. Giveaways coming soon. Also, today's show is presented uh, by our sponsor. Shout out to Let's Get Checked for partnering with us today. Leading provider for at-home medical testing kits. If you want to avoid those uncomfortable, tiresome, dull doctor's office visits, if you want to get the results you need in a rapid time span, check out Let's Get Checked. Their link is down in the description. Shout out to them. For sponsoring us today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to get into it. We have to get into it. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting today. And uh, the coverage never stops. I mean, it's literally the middle of the offseason. It is August 3rd. There is nothing going on. Yet somehow, some way, as Philadelphia fans, we are blessed with, uh, with a ton of stuff. If you want to support the channel, drop a super chat. Join the channel memberships, cash at Venmo, all the links down below. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. So yesterday, Doc Rivers goes out and uh, he appears on the VC show, the Vince Carter podcast show, whatever it may be. I know they have something with the NBA and they are kind of partnered there. And the VC show and, and... um, the girl's name, I believe, is is Roz, Roz Gold or Rose Gold, uh, as they call her. Shout out to her. She does a great job. Um, and those two were discussing with Doc Rivers regarding just a bunch of Sixers stuff. James Harden, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, all this stuff. Doc Rivers started opening up like a long book, okay? And he was spitting a lot of stuff on that interview And we are going to listen to all of it. We will break it all down. And I I definitely want to get some thoughts from the people out there. From the people out there. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Triple Crown, Landon, Larry, Philly Finest. What's up, man? What's up, man? 
Zach, what's going on? Smoke, what's up, man? Says, let me get a yes, sir. Let's go, man. Jake, what's going on? Shout out to Lucci up in the chat. Eric R., what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in. Feast yourselves because we have a good show in store tonight. But anyway, before we get into all of that interview stuff, because we have a load of clips to take a listen to, how about something on a lighter note? How about something good? At least for for some people, they'll enjoy it because a lot of other people, when I commented on the last video clip of James Harden, were frustrated with it. They were frustrated. But how about this, man? How about another clip coming out? Shout out to uh, the Philly Take with RB Instagram page. Go give it a follow. Look at this, man. James Harden getting the reps in. James Harden getting the reps in. Look at him, man. He's just having fun, going through the motions. Nice step back there, James Harden. And he's going to thread the needle here on a crossover. I like it. I like it. We need facilitator Harden as well. It is a key element to this team. It is a vital component to this team. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. Shout out to uh, Rico Hines for putting this over there on their Instagram page. Harden going through the motions, getting it done. How about James Harden? That's what I like to see, guys. That's what I like to see. I don't care if people are frustrated or they think it's an off-season video. This is stuff right here that I know will translate to the regular season. I know it will. I know James Harden will shoot the ball. But anyway, but anyway, getting into uh, the meat and potatoes of it. So, again, Doc Rivers goes on the VC show. And they talk about a bunch of stuff, but we have the most important clips that you need to be aware of here today. And we will start it with James Harden as we were just taking a a look at him. We'll start it with James Harden. Doc Rivers was asked about James Harden. He was asked about uh, the offseason and and what he's doing and all that stuff. So let's go ahead and, uh, and take a listen to that once again over here on the Instagram page. Let's hear what Doc Rivers had to say about James Harden. He's excited and interested to see what, you know, his shape and conditioning is like. I'm curious just how much contact you've had with him this summer to talk with him, check in with him, see what he's up to. Too much. Too much. He calls me too much. You can tell him that. (laughs) Yeah, he really does. It's been great. Um, He's working. He's working his butt off. We... um, I think about nine of the guys were in town last week and they worked out every day together. Uh, that's, you know, Vince, you know, when you start seeing that kind of stuff, that's the guys, that's the players getting each other. Uh, I got to stop it for a second. That's the guys. That's the guys. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. It's becoming one of us. That's the guys. I might have to, I might have to pull that out as an archive this year. Maybe when we're balling out, we're knocking down. 15 threes and a half. That's the guys. Anyway. Um, you know, and when you see that, you know, that's a good sign. Uh, he works out with our developing guys. Uh, they report back. He's in great shape. Man. That's what I like to hear. So Doc Rivers, uh, you know, talking about James Harden, he says that one, he is in shape. Number two, he's calling me too much. That's what Doc Rivers says. He says, I'm trying to be out on the golf course eating good, living my life, and James Harden is bugging me. Now, obviously, he's joking around, um, but the thing I get away from this is what we have constantly been up here saying. Harden is motivated. There's pressure. He wants to win. That's the last thing he has on the bucket list, 
and he's out here grinding. And we're seeing clips. We're seeing this. We're seeing that. That is what I like to hear, though. You know, we didn't really hear that before. We didn't hear the star, one of the stars of the team, calling the coach, wanting to know different things, wanting to get better. I think that's a good sign. I think it's a good sign instead of being disconnected. I mean, I mean, we're, we're going to hear this name many times today, but Ben Simmons, for example, right? I, I remember, I think it was last year or the year before when Howard Eskin talked about uh, the fact that he never even stepped in the Sixers facility until day one of training camp, right? Like he wasn't connected. And that's just one guy, but, you know, some players usually just do their own thing. But the fact that Harden is plugged in, he's locked in, he's trying to, you know, build that chemistry, not only with the players, but with the coach, I think it's huge. I think it's huge. Um, and it's it's good to hear. It's good to hear. And, uh, you know, hopefully Doc's answering the calls, right? Hopefully he's uh, he's taking it to heart and, and, you know, working with him. Same thing with Maxie. We know Maxie was probably calling him on day one. Maxie was probably calling him on day one, like, Coach, I'm ready to go. I remember Doc said he was, and Doc told him to go on vacation or something because, you know, that kid wants to work. That kid wants to work a lot. Um, but it's good to hear. It's good to hear. You know, how do we feel about uh, how do we feel about James Harden? I think, uh, you know, we're pushing all the right buttons. We have to wait and see what happens, but it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Once again, guys, hit that thumbs up button. We have over 100 people in here. Thank you for being here in the middle of the offseason with not much to talk about. You guys are incredible. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being here. RJ, what's going on, man? Lucci says, I watch every vid. Hey, you got to tune into the streams, man. We're, we're building the show out. We are building this show out. We're adding elements. We're taking live callers every show. It's getting real up in here, man. It's getting real. Let's see. If he's in shape, he will be Houston Harden. Well, again, I don't know if we need Houston Harden. I don't know if we need that version of James Harden. But what I do know is that we need a productive Harden. We need a guy who will make the team better. Better. That's what we need. That's what we need. But anyway, that's what Doc Rivers had to say regarding James Harden. The other guy he talked about, I don't have any clips up, uh, but he talked about Joel Embiid. He talked about Joel Embiid. Essentially saying the same things that we always hear, right? We, we hear the same old, you know, Joel's grinding. We know he's getting better. We know he's adding something else to his bag this offseason. That's what Joel Embiid does. And I, I truly believe that Joel Embiid is going to be a different version this year. And what I mean by that is I think he's going to be mainly focused on winning. I'm not saying he was not before, but what I believe is that he's done with the MVP chatter, right? He knows he should have won one. And now he's sitting here watching what James Harden is doing, learning from a guy who has had good success similar to himself as an individual. And he's thinking, you know, this is finally my chance. We finally have an offseason where I can come together and get close with a player that obviously there's chemistry there to be had. And we can come out here and we can ball out. We can play together. We showed glimpses of it. We were still close in the fact that, you know, we get a little bit better together. We stay healthy. I mean, we we have a chance. We have a shot. And uh, I think Joel Embiid is just going to be mainly focused on just dominating every game. I think the Sixers will be a good regular season team for sure. Obviously, they have to show up in the playoffs. Uh, but I think the mentality will be different. I think now it's just let's get that chip no matter what. No matter what. And that's what I like to hear. So Doc talked about Joel. Obviously, you know, he's been doing things over the years trying to get his body in shape 
trying to stay in, in good health. And he really has been for most of the years. Last year, he just really got unlucky with the whole elbow to the face and all that stuff. Um, but he's been hiring different dietitians. He's been, you know, going on different workout plans, meal plans. He's been getting his body in shape. The last two years of Joel Embiid, he's looked slimmer. He's looked more in shape. He doesn't get tired out as fast unless he's being used 90% of the time, which some games he is, and I think that should be limited. Um, but I do expect him to come back in even better shape. I think Joel Embiid is motivated. I think he will come back, and he feels that we are close, right? He feels the pressure. He feels how close he is to getting over that hump. Now he has a guy that he trusts. In addition to Tyrese Maxey, is James Harden, right? He has this core together, and I think he realizes that he's not too far off. He's not too far off. And I think, uh, I think there's a lot of potential for that. Another guy that I wanted to uh, highlight here, because I, I find it very interesting. find it very interesting that uh, Doc Rivers went out of his way to mention this. But uh, anyway, he was talking about the tampering thing. With P.J. Tucker, he mentioned P.J., everything that we've said, you know, the toughness, the versatility, just having a guy like that on this team will be good. But he did not fail to mention another sixer. Can you guess who it is? Can you guess who it is? Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to it. Let's go ahead and take a listen to it. It's just the way it works. But this is a competition, bro. And, and you know, not only getting P.J. Tucker, I think the, one of the moves that people aren't looking at is the Anthony Melton. Uh, I love the kid. I think he fits our DNA. Uh, and I was honest with our, with our team and our organization after the season. Like, we weren't good enough to beat Miami. Um, they were tougher. They were, they, were, they were more bought in. And uh, we needed to add some toughness uh, to our team. And... You know, getting P.J. obviously handles a lot of that, but De'Anthony Melton is the same DNA as that as well. And so we needed that on this team. It's just <clears throat> So uh, Doc Rivers there, he, he talks about De'Anthony Melton. And um, first and foremost, I think it's good that he's talking about Melton. This is a guy we acquired. We expect him to take a role and step up and be that guy. We need that. We absolutely need that. And... That's why we acquired him. We got rid of some age in Danny Green. We need the young athleticism, the versatility of Melton, who will hopefully continually get better. But really, you know, we have questions, right? Who will Doc go with in the rotation? We can't have that inconsistency. It's something that we all worry about as Sixers fans. We need to figure that out. We really do as we go forward. But the one thing Doc Rivers said here in this part that I do not agree with is, you know, we didn't have enough to beat Miami. We absolutely had enough to beat Miami, and that's given the fact that Joel Embiid was half injured and James Harden was probably injured and other guys were injured like George Niang. I mean, we had all these guys stacking up injured, and yet we still took them to a game six. And honestly, if we didn't lay an egg, we probably could have took them to game seven and maybe won the series. I think the Sixers absolutely had a shot to beat Miami, and it just goes back to a little reflection, you know, of the last couple years. Look how close we have been to getting over the hump, despite the fact that we had, you know, a coach blunder and a guy fold in a playoff series. We had Joel Embiid out there playing with migraines and playing with a broken face and all this stuff. Like, despite all that, we were still right there. And I think given that continuity with this core, if we figure it out and, 
Doc Rivers is a big part of that as well. If we do put it all together, I mean, we're right there. You got you have guys like Joel Embiid. You have guys like James Harden, and hopefully an, uh, an emerging year once again for Tyrese Maxey. You have all these guys here. I mean, you should be able to get over the hump, right? You should be able to get over the hump. And um, I just think it's uh, I think it's interesting that Doc's talking about Melton. You know, he's a younger guy. We we have some questions. You know, but but like you said, we do need that toughness. We do need that attitude. We need guys like that, and we've known that for a while. Now we have a couple of them. Will it be enough? Hopefully. But we have some of that DNA, especially with Tucker. I, I think that's one of the biggest signings of the NBA free agency, and I think it'll go under the radar. But P.J. Tucker does more than the stat sheet. He does more than the box score. It's apparent as day. And I think Sixers fans will become very content with that very quickly. Now, there will be nights in January in the middle of the week where P.J. Tucker shoots one for 10 and we're going to boom. You know, people are going to be frustrated and this and that. He'll go on a couple game stretch maybe where he's not shooting. But the toughness come playoff time, we need that. We need that veteran experience. And I think it's uh, I think it goes, you know, far beyond the value of just looking at the stat sheet. So. Um, yeah, interesting from Doc Rivers, but at least he's talking about some of these guys that we can incorporate into the team, and uh, I like it. I like it. All right, so now we have to move on to the man, Ben Simmons. Now, I know what people are going to say, right? They're going to sit there, and you're probably watching. Shout out to everybody watching the show, man. Hit the thumbs up. Um, we're bringing these shows. By the way, let me know in the chat. Do you guys like this layout of the show? I, I wanted to ask that before I forgot. Do you like the highlights plan? I think it's a cool element. Let me know in the chat. Um, but anyway, people are probably coming into the show, and I know they'll be in the comments. Yeah, why are you talking about Ben Simmons? This is a year removed. This is a year removed, and, and it doesn't matter. Look, man, I'm a normal civilian, okay? I didn't go on the VC show with a legend, Vince Carter, and start talking about Ben Simmons. I didn't start going to talk about Joel Embiid and, and James Harden. Like, I didn't do that, okay? It is literally August 3rd. There is nothing to talk about. And Doc Rivers went and spilled the beans on everything, all right? So he talks about Ben Simmons, and it, it relates to things we want to talk about in terms of culture, this team, and, and other things. So I'm just I'm just reporting on what's going on, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, and... You know, you see what I did there with that famous line. It is what it is. But anyway, I anyway, <laughs> I'm sure people will want to chime in. So uh, we'll, we'll end up getting to some of the phone lines um, very soon. 508-924-3784. But anyway, we need we need to talk about what Doc Rivers said regarding Ben Simmons. We have a couple clips to play. Um, the first one we will play pertains to the infamous Ben Simmons uh, passed up dunk, passed up layup dunk, whatever. And, and Doc Rivers, honestly, they didn't even ask him about Ben Simmons. I watched some of this interview. They didn't even ask him directly. Doc just wanted to talk about it, I think. And he just started going on a tangent. So we're going to take a listen to, uh, to what he said regarding that. Um, and you let me know what you think. You let me know what you think, and then we'll talk about it. Anyway, Doc Rivers on the Ben Simmons passed up layup dunk. Let's hear from him. Uh, but I thought it showed us, and even on the on the famous Ben play, you know, uh, if Ben had laid it in, we would have got two points. 
Men threw it to Matisse. Matisse got fouled. He made one free throw. We still got one point. So it was just a minus one. And Stop you right there, Doc. Stop you right there. You see, this is what I'm concerned about when it relates to Doc Rivers this upcoming season. This is, what, this is one of my biggest genuine concerns about this team. It's a general sense. It's the awareness. It's the awareness. Okay, because we are a year and a half, two years removed, okay, from this play that absolutely shattered and, and shook up everything with this franchise. And this is what Doc Rivers genuinely believes. He believes that in that moment, you heard it right there, Ben Simmons passed up a dunk, Matisse Thibel got fouled, he got one point. It is a minus one. Those are the words of Doc Rivers. Now, it, you see, this is what I'm talking about. It, it's the lack of awareness, okay? Because that the point differential has nothing to do with it. It was in the moment in a game seven after a horrendous playoff series. You're in your home building. You have the home fans riding with you. Everybody is rocking, trying to win this game to avoid disappointment. And Doc Rivers doesn't even acknowledge the fact that it was deflating. Nobody cares about the one point. We, after everything that happened, all you had to do was dunk the ball through the hole. You had a free lane. You had Trey Young creeping up in the works, and you passed it up. You passed it up, and, and that, that took everything out of us. That took everything out of us. It, it deflated us as a franchise. It deflated us as a franchise. You had Trey Young creeping up on you, and you decided to pass that up. That was the final straw. That was the final straw. Yet Doc Rivers is worried about the point differential. I see, I, I don't think he understands the awareness and the frustration with that. Anyway, let's keep going that instance so it wasn't as big as it looked and that's the point i was trying to show our team so you do a lot of teams it wasn't as big as it looked come on doc see this upcoming season we we can't have these things going on early in the year we can't have you know bad decisions and and bad mistakes and and things like that and it's it's not a big deal i feel like that's a common theme you let things slide you can't do that you cannot do that. That was absolutely a big deal. Absolutely a big deal, especially in the heat of the moment. And we, we just cannot continue to allow that. We need the accountability. When Doc Rivers came here, it was the accountability factor. And now looking forward into this season, you have aspirations. You have big hopes. You have to have this accountability factor. You can't let these things slide. I don't care if it's James Harden. I don't care if it's Isaiah Joe. It it things have to be put down. Lay it on the line. Yes, you can be a player's coach, but you have to lay down the law. And we need that. We need that. So stuff like that uh to try to get them to understand about winning and about communication and about messages. And and that was the message to the team. Look, man, I you know, again, you got to lay down the law. You got to lay down the law. And I just, I want to believe. I want to hope. 
I want to really believe that with the right cast, Doc Rivers is going to make better decisions. He's going to adjust. I know we'll be a good team in a regular season, but we can't have the arrogant moments that we've had the last year or two. We cannot have that. The Paul Reed victory tours, the Keith, you never played basketball. We can't have those moments. We need to be focused. We need to be eyes on the prize. And we need to be together, man. And we can't have that. We can't have those type of moments and, and the early season just question marks. We can't have that. Got to lay down the law. You got to lay down the law. We'll get to the phone lines very soon. We have another clip that I want to play, and, and this one is, is the worst, okay? This one really grinds my gears. There's not many athletes that grind my gears like Ben Simmons, okay? You know, as you guys know, I was probably his biggest fan. And just the way the entire thing was handled, I, I just, it, it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And we, you know, we don't even talk about him anymore. But Doc Rivers wanted to go on this show and, and he just started pouring his heart out. So we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it because that's what we do here on this show. Doc Rivers was talking about Ben Simmons leaving and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, you guys are not going to want to miss this one. And I'm sure people will want to chime in. So again, 508-924-3784. But before we do that, once again, shout out to our sponsor of today's show, Let's Get Checked. Today's show is sponsored by Let's Get Checked, who makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a health care provider. With Let's Get Checked, you can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your completed test is sent in and the sample arrives in the lab, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Checked labs are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So if you're like me, and you want to avoid those uncomfortable, tiresome, dreadful doctor office visits. We know how it all gets, right? You want to get tested right at home and get those results very quickly. Visit trylgc.com slash Philly take and get 25% off your test kit using code Philly 25. This is linked right down in the description. Shout out to them for sponsoring today's show. All right, man, it's time. It's time. We got to get back into it. Ben Simmons left. Doc Rivers finally opens up, gives us a little more on the situation. You guys are going to want to hear Have this. You, ha- you guys are going to want to hear this. Let's pull it up. Had the chance to get the closure around that with Ben that you would have liked. Have you spoken to him about it? Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we the closure was really that. One common thing had nothing to do with why Ben wanted to leave. All right. Let me just say that. Uh, it it was a lot of things has been told me and publicly now that happened long before I got there. What frustrated me was that I still think it shouldn't have. So I want to I stop him right there. So he says that Ben Simmons told him that the reason he left was because of things that happened, quote, long before he got there, long before Doc Rivers got there. So now my attention diverts to Ben Simmons. I'm not trying to go down this rabbit hole, but 
I have a, a genuine question. What things are we talking about? Are we talking about the fact that we lost a couple years in the playoffs in a row and your lack of offensive contribution hurt the team? Are we talking about the fact that, you know, we gave you a max contract without ever shooting consistently? I don't understand. Doc, you know, goes on to talk. He says that he tried to work it out, told him that it could be worked out. That just goes back to the whole ego thing. And I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you, based off of what we've heard before and based off what is being said here, it's it's really the fact that he wanted his own team. He could not coexist with uh with with Joel and B. And it, it's crazy to see. It is crazy to see. It's wild, man. But anyway, let, let's let's restart the clip. Let's restart. Have you had the chance to get the closure around that with Ben that you would have liked? Have you spoken to him about it? Yeah, yeah. We well, we the closure was really that one common thing had nothing to do with why Ben wanted to leave. All right, let me just say that uh, it it was a lot of things has been told me and publicly now that happened long before I got there. What frustrated me was that I still think it shouldn't have been enough to want to leave. I, I just I just didn't, and I, and I told Ben that I kept telling him that uh, this is this is not why you want to leave a team. This you you work these things out. Um, they didn't get worked out, and, and so yeah, we've had one talk, not a long long talk, but we did have one good talk. Uh, ben called me. Uh, afterwards, which I thought was great. And, and we had a good talk. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the point was he was already leaving. <laughs> and, and I just really, I, I listen, I really believe, even though 99% of the people didn't, that, that we could make this work with Ben and Joe and the team. Uh, because that's, I'm built that way. That's what coaches have to do. Uh, and, you know, so. Have you had the chance to? So you heard from Doc Rivers there. Again, he's the coach. He wants to make things work as normal. You know, that's what Doc does. He defends his guys and, you know, he tries to put it all together. But he said Ben called him, told him everything, and had a conversation. I'm, I don't know. I, I get this weird sense sometimes. It's like I feel like Doc wanted to talk about this. I feel like he's never given up on that whole comment thing and, you know, People have always made it out to seem like, you know, he wants to uh, or he didn't believe in the whole championship point guard thing. But anyway, it's just interesting that he said that Ben wanted to leave due to things long before he got there. I, I just I don't know what that is. What is that? Why? Why? And I just think it's nuts that going forward, you know, we finally have a shot. We finally have a guy who is at least, from what it seems, invested, right? He, he's in. Chips are in. He wants to work. He wants to grind. Obviously, having the young presence of Tyrese Maxey is beautiful because, you know, you have these guys that want to work. Joel Embiid is going to work. Tyrese Maxey is going to work. James Harden seems to be saying all the right things. Tobias Harris, look at how he advanced, you know, his role the last year. Late in the season, catching and shooting. It's just, it's nuts, man. It's just nuts, man. And um, I think we finally have a core, hopefully, and, and adding guys like P.J. Tucker, having tough guys like George Niang, they, they add to that culture. They build to that. 
and realistically, you want to you want to have that. You cannot have, you know, weak minded individuals. You can't have distractions. True championship teams do not have that because eventually things boil over. That's what happens when you leave chaotic things, when you leave turmoil together, when you let it build when you let it grow. It manifests. It doesn't stop until something is done about it. And I, I just, the whole era of that, it, the whole era of this man here in Philadelphia, it's just nuts. And, and it sucks because as I've re- referenced before, you know, some of our best opportunities could have gone down the drain because of that. Because of that. And uh, I just, I hope we get a couple solid chances with a guy like Joel Embiid. I think we will, especially with the extended life of Tyrese Maxey, who's just getting underway. Nonetheless, Maxey hopefully will be here for a very long time, and the kid shows he's willing to work, right? He's everything we always wanted from the personality standpoint. And I think he's going to be good, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. One more thing on this guy. (laughs) It's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. Seth Curry was asked about him, and this is what Seth Curry said, quote, I don't think he needs a jump shot. He's just got to do what he does best, which is defend, rebound, push the ball, make plays for other people, and attack the rim. Now, you let me know what you think. Once again, call the show, 508-924-3784. You can talk James Harden, Joel Embiid, Doc Rivers, Ben Simmons. What is your concern for this upcoming year? What, what is your concerns? Are, are you worried about Doc Rivers? What is your confidence level in Doc Rivers? Call me up. Let me know. But I, I you know, when will the pampering stop? Like, it, good thing it's not our problem anymore. Good thing it's not our problem anymore. I just think it's nuts. These guys need to be held accountable. And I hope that relates to our team. Doc, I'm speaking to you, man. Doc thinks he's done a lot in his career. In fact... Not to get too far off track, but when I was on vacation, I was speaking with a diehard Boston Celtics fan. I'm talking about someone that has watched that team game in, game out, years and years. And, and he, he voiced his concerns with Doc Rivers to me and talked about the fact that they should have won another championship or two. But not trying to get too far off track there, but... You know, what is your confidence level? Because we, again, we need, we need the accountability with this team. We need that togetherness, and it needs to be built early on. Usually you can come into a season, especially in the NBA, and kind of know who the top dogs are going to be, right? The teams that start out hot, sure, other teams get hot later on. They make a trade at the deadline. But usually you have that core present. You have them ready to go. They come out of the gate, and you're like, okay, this team looks legit this year. This team looks legit this year. And, you know, the Sixers have the players to do that. They have the core to do that. Question is, will they? We can't slip up. If we slip up, I honestly would start to monitor the, the job situation. We have, a, we have guys on this staff who are talented. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, you look at Sam Cassell. You look at Dave Yeager. You look at Dan Burke, who filled in for a couple games. Look at how he was able to rejuvenate this team when they were in a bit of a slow stretch. I'm just saying. So that goes back to what I said the other day. The pressure is there. Pressure is a good thing. It will separate 
the ones who can't do it from the ones who will be great and will succeed. And I'm excited to see what happens. Astro World, shout out to you, man. What's going on? Welcome on to everybody in the chat. 150 in here. Hit the thumbs up. Let's get it to 100 likes. We'll go to the phone lines and uh, we'll, we'll see what the people are thinking, man. Call into the show, 508-924-3784. One more thing before we uh, potentially take a call. Jay Crowder. This came out a, li- a little while ago. Jay Crowder, there's been rumors about him being traded, moved. I think he would be a perfect fit with the 76ers, by the way. Um, I just think he would fill in, you know, probably at the three or four and just be exactly what we need. Um, just a guy who can knock down shots, another gritty defender. Uh, he put this out on Twitter. He said, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. I believe it's time for a change. I want to continue growing. Now, I don't know if this relates to basketball, personal, whatever. I think Jay Crowder would be good on this team. And I know he's being rumored with the Heat and some other teams and all that. Uh, what do you guys think about Jay Crowder? What do you guys think about Jay Crowder? I think he would be uh, a solid piece for this team. I do. I do. Um, yeah, I'd be excited. I'd be excited to get a guy like Jay Crowder. And who knows what the Phoenix Suns are doing? Who knows what the Phoenix Suns are doing? I can't figure it out. I mean, obviously they brought back Aiton, and he's not really that happy. So they're trying to go all in for one more chip. Maybe they don't move Jay Crowder, or maybe they try to to go and get more depth. Maybe they do that. I think Jay Crowder can still play, though. I do. So, shout out to my guy, Rick Bennett, member for 23 months. Yes, sir. My guy, man, says yes, sir. Shout out to Rick Bennett in the chat. Eric R says, I agree. Back to Doc. You can't coach against media out of spite. You're showing your team with championship aspirations that you're not locked in. Exactly. Exactly. You got to be strong. You got to be tough-minded. You got to be tough-minded. If you really want to lead this group of guys, if you want to be that driving force, you got to be tough-minded, man. You have to. You have to. Corey says, I would like Jay Crowder. Eric says, I would give up Matisse for Crowder. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I would give up Matisse for Jay Crowder, no doubt. No doubt I would give up Matisse for Jay Crowder. Crowder's a vet. He's shown he can play. If you remember his impact going to the Phoenix Suns, um, he'd be great. He'd be great. I don't, you know, people, some people think he's lost a step. I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. Call into the show, 508-924-3784. Shout out to everybody in the house. I know it's a dry time, but I'm trying to bring these shows to you and bring you some content, man. So show some love. Let's go to uh, the 215. Let's go to Paul in the 215. Paul, what's going on? Yo, yo. Hello. Yo, what's going on? What's up, RB? What's going on, Paul? How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. I, I want to talk about the Seth Curry comment, man. All right, let's hear it, man. Man, that got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard. The reason <laughs> I say that, man, that's all he's been doing. Crazy. I don't get it, man. I the, the baby, man. 
he's been doing this every every game. He does the. I'm not gonna lie. You know, he good defense, rebounding, and all that. This, all that is great, but it doesn't help you on the offensive side. And now they're double teaming your best player. Yeah, I I mean, it's proven, especially with this team, that it will not work, especially in the playoffs, right? You can't play four on five. So I, I just don't get why they continue to pamper it. I, I don't get it. I guess, I guess, it's, I don't know, you know, with the mental, the mental, yeah. I don't know. It's like anybody that meets a guy, automatic, well, I, I like Shaq, what he said, you know. He yeah. don't let the guy off the hook. Yeah, it's funny that, that, you know, after Shaq came out with those comments, you know, Ben reportedly even DM'd him on Instagram and told him he was unhappy with oh. what he said. It's just, it's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just now, now, just talk about the first five, man. Uh, whoo! I'm not gonna lie, hard to know videos look amazing, man. He does. He does. I, hey, look, it's okay to get excited about it, man. Like. That's what we want to see. I, th- I think people are genuinely scarred from Ben that they're undervaluing James Harden putting in that work. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Ben Simmons had a mixtape every every summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we, I'm shooting a shot. Yeah. Never shoot. We were stumped too many times. I mean, it, I get it. You know, people are frustrated. They, you know, they don't want to see that. They want to see it translate to the game. But I know James Harden is going to shoot in the game. I know he's going to find these Absolutely. passing lanes, man. Absolutely. I, I wish people stopped. You know, he had that one one bad year when we all knew he was injured. We all that was speculated as soon as they threw the play. Yep. Yeah. Why are we holding that man to that? You know. Exactly. Yeah. And and all he can do now is come back healthier, right? All he can do is come back and be better. Like, you know, we still got that far in the playoffs. If he's a little bit better, think about what we can do, man. Think about what we can do. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you. Hey, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Shout out to my guy in the 215. He's exactly right, man. The pampering continues. Really, we need to be focused on James Harden. I, you know, whatever's going to happen with, with that man will happen. And honestly, again, we don't really talk about it anymore. It's just Doc Rivers wanted to bring it up again. It's funny. It's funny. But what do you guys think about James Harden? Like, what, what do we, where's the gauge at? Do we like what we're hearing? Do, do we feel that he's going to come back better? What if James Harden comes back much better? I mean, he's still, like, when you look at the numbers, he still didn't play terrible from the eye test he did, especially late in the playoffs. It didn't seem like he was himself. But you give these guys more time to mesh and come together and I think people are really sleeping on Tyrese Maxey. I don't think he's going to have a huge statistical jump because of how much he had to jump from year one to year two. But I think Maxey is going to learn from Harden. He's going to become more mature. He's going to become smarter. And some of these bad turnovers that we see from Maxey, I, I think they're going to be limited. And the fact he's making this much growth, he's learning this quickly, you know, it, it just speaks volumes about what he can be in the future. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Let's go back to the phone lines, to the 445. What's going on, 445? Yo, yo. Hello. 
Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? You can hear me? Yep, you're good, man. Who who do we have on the line, by the way? Hi, my name is Shaq. I'm from Philly. Shaq, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? Hey, man. I was just wanted to touch on some sixers, some sixers things. Yeah, let's hear it, man. All right, I feel like for the Sixers to be a championship team, we gonna have to build an identity where though we put all shooting scorers around and beat. We need to make it to where though our center is gonna kill your center regardless. But if you double team him, whoever he passed the ball to should be able to make the shot. So it's gonna make you pay in the long run. If we can get it like that to where B get one on one coverage because everybody can shoot, there's no body and no team that's going to be able to stop us. I mean, I have to agree with that. I have to agree. I mean, that's what we've tried to do, right? And, you know, you get these 3 and D guys. I mean, we, we talk about, for example, why we haven't really, you know, had a traditional small forward in a while. We just need shooters, man. You have two ball handlers like Maxi, Harden, and like you said, you get those one-on-one mismatches with Embiid. You get a couple quality shooters. Who can stop that starting five, man? Yeah, and then when you let him be work out, like even I would even switch Harden and Maxi running a point. Like I let James Harden start off the game, and after halftime, I let uh, Maxi because yeah. Maxi yeah. younger, quicker, and when the defense gets tired, he's going to explode past them. I let oh, I'm gonna yeah. try that out. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And point the whole game. Yeah, man, it's a lethal combination. I mean, when you think about it, and. It kind of brings up a question that, you know, I want to ask you, like, what what do you think about Joel being out on the perimeter so much? Do you think he should just dominate down low? I feel like he, he should pick and choose. It should all run off of how the game goes. If they got a real small center, we playing that team that has a real small center, we can dominate. He needs to dominate in that basket so he draw that double team to get his team open. Yeah. And yeah. if they don't double team, he needs to dominate, and then everybody needs to just fill in roles. But if they just double-team somebody like James Harden, we should have shooters around that's going to catch and shoot that ball. I kind of like Yang. I don't know if I make him a starter, but I just like the way he'll catch the ball and shoot without thinking about it. Tobias, he had a little struggle sometimes where he'll catch the ball and be open and he'll want to dribble the ball and back him down. Yeah. But if we surround him with three-point shooters, even mid deep mid-range shooter that can consistently hit, we, we won't be able to be stopped. I agree. And and going back to Tobias, you know, a couple years ago, he was shooting 40% from three, almost just about. Um, and he's going to essentially be going up against the fourth, fourth defending option on the other team. So, you know, you get him to be a better catch-and-shoot guy, I agree with you 100%. I, and then you have P.J. Tucker who can spot up in the corner and knocks him down. Um, I think it can be right. special, but you know, we got to dominate, man. We we have the offensive weapons, but we got to put it together. You know, we can't see Harden for an entire game and, and then watch Maxi disappear, vice versa. You know, we we all have to contribute. Um, and it starts with Embiid. Yeah, it starts with Embiid, and he got to stay healthy. Yeah. We, we, we're going to need a backup center just in case. Yeah. Yeah, that's key, man. I mean, it, it, you know. And B goes down, we we don't have a he shot. Paul Reed. Paul Reed can shoot the three, so we really wouldn't have to change our game up too much if he give Paul Reed a shot. Like as far as the B going down, like he can stand out there and shoot. Sometimes he's not really that dominant in paint, but he know how to get to the basket and score. 
So we weren't really at the team. Our, and we need to start running maybe double screens and P.J. Tucker roll and B. Fade and B. roll P.J. Fade. We need to start utilizing that big, man. We need to start using more pick and roll situations. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You know, pick and roll heavy offense for sure. Yeah, I mean, you got you got a lot of guys that can run it, you know, but it should be interesting. Uh, even Maxie wouldn't be. Maxie yeah. with that speed, you're not going to be able to beat him up the ball. He's going to the basket. He need to work on his floaters. Um, Hart need to work on his floaters, going to the basket, doing a little floaters, uh, mid-range, yeah, and just get all around better. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. And I, I appreciate the call as well. Um, he's right. You know, we're, we're going to be heavy pick and roll offense. You know, you have multiple lethal combinations that can cut through a defense. Then you have guys like Tucker sitting out in the corner. Imagine a Maxi and Bede pick and roll. Imagine a Harden and Bede pick and roll. Even a Maxi Tobias pick and roll. We saw that before. I mean, you have these different combinations. You have things that you can work with. And I feel sometimes last year we were too one-dimensional. We were too one-dimensional and, you know, we didn't utilize all of our weapons all the time. We didn't utilize all our weapons all the time. And we need to make mention of that. And another guy he talked about was Niang. I feel that Niang gets a bad rep after the playoffs. You know, people think he's completely toast. I don't believe that. I think Niang had a very solid year. There were moments where he stepped up. On both sides of the floor, obviously, he's not the most athletic guy. He can't move his feet. Been seeing videos of him, though. It looks like he's getting in better shape, as is everybody. But, you know, Niang can knock down shots. And he, the thing about him is that you get to the fourth quarter and you need a big three to get you in momentum, to get you going. Niang is not afraid to take the shot. And that's one thing I really value about him. It doesn't matter at what point in the game the Sixers sit at. It doesn't matter how much time is left or what the score is. Niang will pull the trigger and he is ready to go whenever. And I think that mode of player is exactly what you want around guys like Joel Embiid. I think that's exactly what you want around guys like Joel Embiid. So something that I'm definitely looking at. Um, Eric in the chat says Harden needs to learn how to post up. That's interesting you say that because... There's actually a clip that I want to pull up. There's a clip I want to pull up that we also posted on the Instagram page. Once again, Philly Tig with RB. Follow us over there on uh, on Instagram. But James Harden working on a little bit of the mid-range. Harden working on a little bit of the mid-range. How about that? He's up top working. He's going to take a screen. He's going to push off a little bit. Step back a little midi. How about that? Sam Cassell. Getting the guys working on that little midi. I know you remember that video, that workout video a couple weeks ago. You had Max, you had Harden. They were working through the drills. And uh, Cassell was laying it down, man. He was telling him, yo, you got to work on this. I, You know, I've played point guard. I'm coaching young guys like Tyrese Maxey, and I see the potential. You unlock that mid-range game. Think about what you can do opening up the floor. Opening up the floor, man. So, I mean, I think it's interesting. I do. And, you know, we, we just got to keep unlocking the bag. Same thing with Maxi. We've seen a bunch of these things, you know, over the last couple weeks. Maxi's working, man. And we're going to actually have a show dedicated to Tyrese Maxi because 
if you thought I had a hot take last year about Maxie, you're going to want to hear the things that I, I am going to say about Tyrese Maxey. I, I truly believe in him. I truly believe in him. And I think this is the year where Maxey, without saying too much, you know, really puts his name on the map. I think he's going to be some of the talk of the town, man. Because he's working. He's working. Once again, here's the video from the other day with uh, James Harden. Okay, look, he's just, he's not posting these himself. He's not putting out a summer documentary. He's just going through the motions, doing his thing. Getting in the gym. I'm seeing him on, on cardio hikes. All right, I'm seeing him in the gym. He, he's everywhere. He's trying to get in shape. He's trying to get in shape. And it's a good thing to hear. It's a good thing to see. This is all we want. Philadelphia wants effort. Philadelphia wants guys who will show up to work and who will vocally and then on the floor show it getting better. We want to hear guys saying that, man. So it's a good thing to hear and a good thing to see. And um, I, you know, I'm comfortable with the core that we have right now. I'm comfortable with the core that we have right now. And I, I think one of the biggest thing, biggest things that is not talked about enough going into this year is that for once we don't have the drama factor. We don't have the drama factor, right? Think about a couple years ago. We we got this whole thing going on, you know, coming into the season, and you know, is Embiid in shape, and will Ben shoot? And then last year, the whole Ben holding out thing. The year before that, it was Al Horford and B. I mean, we just, uh, we always have something. We always have something. This year, we just have, okay, we added some, some pieces. We added some renovations. Let's go out here and win ball games. Let's go out here and win ball games. That's what I like to see, man. No drama. No extraterrestrial factors coming into play. We're going out here and we're grinding. That's it. I'm really excited for the season. What are your expectations? If you want to call into the show, we'll be on, uh, we'll be wrapping it up soon. Call in 508-924-3784. Shout out to everybody in here rocking with me. 170 in the house on a August 3rd off-season show. Let me know if there's things you guys want to see. I, you know, we're we're planning things out. Um it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting the next couple months. Then we get the training camp. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. This is the year, man. This is the year. So we need to see and, you know, wait and see what happens. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I do think we need a backup center. I see people talking about it. I, I do think that backup center will be key. Backup center will be key. What will we do? Will it be Paul Reed? Will Bassey? get a shot even though he underwhelmed in summer league will we get a veteran you got to have these things ironed out you got to have these things ironed out no doubt about it no doubt about it eric says i like maxi more than mitchell i like maxi a lot i like him a lot i think the kid his potential is is just showing so early in his career it, he's doing things that you don't normally see when have you seen a guy go from year one not playing a whole lot in and out going to year two surrounded by the way about you know around a ton of drama and the kid comes out and shoots 42 plus percent from deep 
When do you see that? When have you seen that? I mean, that's not something that's normal, especially for a 21-year-old kid. It's just not normal. It's just not normal. And it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. Wayo in the chat says, can't wait for the season RB. Can't wait for your awesome play-by-play on the upcoming historic season. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Appreciate the support. We have some uh, some interesting plans for this year. I will say that we're going to keep growing the, the show. We're going to take it to a colossal height because, you know, then again, uh, you know, this, this medium, this area of content, this is just going to keep growing. You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, by the way, and um, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, yo, this is going to be the, the third full year of us doing a show covering the team. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Third full year. Started during the bubble year. A couple years after that, we've had so much to go through, and we're just growing, man. We're getting bigger. And uh, we're, we're going to take this over. We're going to take this over. I mean, you know, where, where are you going to get the coverage like this? You know, we're, we're bringing it to you every single day. And it's going to be interesting for sure. For sure. But the way that we keep growing is you guys support the show. You hit the thumbs up button. You subscribe. You share. There's a little share button down below. You go follow us on all platforms. You follow me on Twitter. That's how we're going to take this thing up and up and up. Eric says, Doc needs to go super heavy on the depth. Focus on developing youth. We're trying to win titles in November. No reason to have uh, our vets and superstars long, heavy minutes. Yeah, you got to get guys run, man. You got to get this ironed out eventually. But, you know, I agree. I, I wouldn't necessarily love playing Embiid 40 minutes a night early in the season, um, especially on back-to-backs. I mean, you got to monitor this. The guys had major injuries come late in the season, big moments. It sucks. Joel's a good guy. He's been preparing his body much better the last couple years. He's doing everything right, but he just had that bad luck factor, and he needs to be healthy. Same thing with James. And if, if Harden, hopefully he's, you know, getting back to full health, but even if he's a little bit shaky, you have time early in the season. Let him get 100% healthy. 100% healthy. That's what we need. That's what we need. And that's what it'll come down to late in the year. Late in the year. So it'll surely be interesting. But, yeah, man, we talked about Doc Rivers' interview. I know we kind of, you know, we're spreading it out to other things, but Doc Rivers goes on the VC show, you know, spills a little bit. And, you know, at least he's saying the right things as well regarding James Harden, Joel Embiid. That partnership continues to grow. Maxi, you know, he's going to be ready come season time. Tobias, I'm sure he's been hearing some of the noise. He's going to get better. But we need some of these role guys, right? Guys like Thibel and Shake Milton to step up. We need it to be a collective effort. We need it to be a collective effort. So it'll it'll certainly be interesting, man. But uh, once again, uh, shout out to everybody for coming out today. Shout out to Let's Get Checked for sponsoring today's show. Leading provider with the medical at-home testing kits. Once again, if you want to avoid those uncomfortable, 
doctor's office visits. If you want to avoid having to sit and wait for your name to be called and you want to get those rapid results, go ahead and check out Let's Get Checked. Their link is down in the description and use code Philly25 for 25% off. Once again, link down in the description. Shout out to them for partnering with us on today's show. That's really all we got, man. It's really all we got. Hope you guys, uh, you know, have a great rest of your week. Shout out to everybody for coming out. Where we'll take it down, man. Once again, Philly Take with RB. Hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And uh, we'll keep bringing the content, man. We'll keep bringing it to you. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Things will start heating up soon, man. Appreciate everybody for coming through. Even the ones that don't comment in the chat, hit the thumbs up button, man. Almost at 100 likes. Get it there right now. You guys have a great rest of your night. Take it easy. And as always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace.